0: Again, good afternoon. afternoon. So, thanks be to God we are here because, again, in His graciousness and mercy, we offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass on the second Sunday of Advent and, of course, our Divine Mercy Sunday as well. And somehow, We try to connect the message of God's divine mercy in this Advent preparation that we are trying to do these days. As you know, Advent is twofold in meaning. In as far as the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, his first coming is Christmas, his birth. That's the one that we are celebrating. But the second meaning of Advent in terms of preparation is, of course, to prepare ourselves for the final coming of the Lord on Judgment Day. And what does that mean? And what is its importance concretely these days, and in each and every one of us. If you remember last Sunday, the the message is to be alert, right? To be watchful, to be vigilant, because like we are kind of stewards, servants, and that we should be prepared upon the master's return, which we do not know. And we can translate this in our day-to-day life because, again, even if we are talking about the end times, the final day, it's clear that no one knows that except God. But what's certain is the reality of death as we are all aware. And that is why if there's that constant preparation that's active that we take seriously, it's really our day-to-day life before the Lord will take us it and at the moments of death. So that's the coming that we are supposed to be actively preparing that with so much joy, but at the same time, hope of our own salvation because we are taking it seriously. But that's also the challenge. At the same time, a problem in terms of the fact that not everyone may not be taking it seriously, or for lack of faith and commitment to the Lord. And that is why in the second Sunday of Advent, we turn to John the Baptist. What's his role? What is his message in this Advent preparation? In the book of Isaiah, it was being prophesied as promised by the Lord, that a voice in the desert shouting, reminding everyone, prepare the way of the Lord. And this has been fulfilled as confirmed in the Gospel of St. Mark today in the Gospel that we have just proclaimed, that again it's John the Baptist with these words, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. But unfortunately, as I mentioned, not everyone is taking this seriously because probably lack of knowledge, lack of love, lack of faith, and lack of commitment to one's faith and to the Lord himself, that human forgetfulness of the value and importance of God in our life and the Lord Jesus Christ. And really, if we come to think of it, the greatness of the mercy of the Lord in terms of his love, of his mercy, of his patience. This is actually the, the message of St. Peter's second letter, which is our second reading. It's so powerful. If we listen to the words of the second reading, it's really powerful. Why? Because Saint Peter said, do not ignore this one fact, beloved. That this the Lord one day, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. If you take it literally, it's kind of we are now on the year 2023, right? So if one day is a thousand years. And a thousand years is one day for the Lord. It's like if the first one thousand years is one day, then the next millennium is the second day. So it's like we are just beginning the third day. So if we take it literally, it's like. Everyone is anxious, you know, even during the time of the early Christian communities, if we read the Acts of the Apostles and the letters, not only of St. Paul, but the others, and even in the book of Revelation, many of the early Christians thought and believed, and they were anxiously awaiting for the coming of the return of the Lord because they believed that it would happen in their lifetime and in the succeeding generations. And of course, even up to now, that again, the Lord must be coming very soon. But again, that's not our concern. It's in his divine will. But taking seriously, St. Peter, in the second reading he is reminding us, the Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And while not ignoring the fact that the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. But the first point, the first consideration, why that second coming is delayed? Because of the great patience of the Lord to give each one the opportunity to repent. To change one's ways, to renew one's life, and return to the Lord. In other words, if we really think and reflect on it seriously, it's about the greatness of the love and the mercy of the Lord. That if he has his choice and his will according to his divine plan, that everyone should and would be saved. That's basically the point of St. Peter. And if we realize that, in the last part of the letter it says, but according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. That we should be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him and at peace with the Lord. And why? Because we are trying to, to live a life in righteousness, heading the message of love of the Lord for him and for others. And basically, that's the message of the divine mercy. Ask for his divine mercy, be compassionate, be merciful, just like him and completely trust in the divine mercy of the Lord. And we know that if we truly heed his message, then of course we are trying to live a life according to his will, according to his teachings, according to his commandments. And if we have failed, of course, the greatest expression and manifestation of God's divine mercy is to turn to him, ask for his forgiveness concretely in the Holy Eucharist and in confession. So, that's the point. But also we have Saint John the Baptist with his life, with his testimony, with his witness of how it is really to live Preparing the way of the Lord. And we can see in the gospel St. John the Baptist truly lived a very simple life. He lived in the desert and the wilderness being fed only by honey and locusts. It could be strange no, but really so pure and simple life but more than that because it's so clear in Saint John the Baptist his witness to the truth and his deep and exemplary humility that's who John the Baptist is you know even up to the point that he offered his life when he was being beheaded, precisely because he spoke, he defended the truth of what happened to Herod and Herodias that time. But that's the thing. In the world that we live now, it's in need, in, in dire need of Witnesses like John the Baptist, shouting, proclaiming, preparing the way of the Lord, but in truth, there are just so many lies, deceptions, in this world that we live. We know that we kind of popularly term it these days as fake news. But it's not only in the news, Be, even in our faith, it's in danger. And, of course, if we are not careful and if we are not courageous enough to really stand for what is true, for what is right, it's so easy to fall into our weakness and in these temptations. And if we are not that committed and sincere, we know that it's not easy these days to really stand for what is truly Christian and according to the teachings of the Lord, even in our Catholic faith. But also that humility in John the Baptist, He is fully aware that he is not the Messiah and his unworthiness that he said, I am not even worthy to untie the sandals of the Lord. Which we know in many ways we really need to be humble because of that pride, because of that selfishness, because of that egoism, seeking only our own selfish interests. So with all this, brothers and sisters, we pray that the Lord Jesus Christ's love fill our hearts. Because in reality and in fact, he is with us. And he would always be there for us. In fact, if we are talking about his coming, the third one really that we are awaiting for is his coming every day of our life. That we may be able to recognize him in mind, in heart, in our words, in our actions. Right now, through the sacramental life of the Church that he is so generous for us in the Holy Eucharist. And may again, in the words of St. Peter, may we be found without spot or blemish before the Lord and at peace with him. That is our prayer. That is our hope for each and every one of us. That we may truly have a blessed, meaningful, spirit-filled Advent. Amen. Please stand.